As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. All right, welcome back to Don V Fridays. I got a friend of the podcast. Uh, introduce yourself to the people. What's up? It's Ricky from My Live for Saturdays. It was like my um, 10th appearance on the pod. What up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I about damn near about to be past friend of the podcast status. You about to be damn near co-host status. Yeah, yeah. A, a veteran. I'm just a veteran. I'm a no, veteran I'm on the veteran. podcast. A veteran of the podcast. It's bowl <laughs> season. First, before we even get into bowl season, how was your Christmas? Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, all that. Um, not great. I mean, it was uh, always great when it's family and stuff. I'm not so that's always great. But uh, I got some I got some bad hot takes about my grandma's food. Not Americanized food during Christmas. I had a bunch of Mexican food, and I'm like, why am I getting Mexican food during Christmas? I'm on Christmas food. Want the turkey and the pies, not tamales and and pozole. Come on, come on, Grandma. No, I mean, I never, I never been to like a Mexican Christmas. They make the pies and all that too, or they just your grandma went rogue. Nope, nope, nope. Just the, like freaking tacos and, and tamales, just like any other day. The, all those things are delicious any other day, but on Christmas it just it doesn't hit right. You wanted, you wanted some ham and all that. Hey. Yeah. Well. I'm a single man living by myself, so I'd have loved some tamales and tacos and shit instead of... You're invited anytime. I'll come at your eye and then I'm going to show up next Christmas. Susan's going to be litty. But uh, let's get into these predictions, man. We got the New Year Six coming up, which includes the college football playoff. Before we, before I even get into the predictions, you good with a six game playoff? I'm mean, a six. You good with a six team playoff, a fourteen playoff, a twenty team playoff? What's your take on just the playoff system? Period. Don't change the playoffs until there's like two hundred teams. Then we could go to eight. But no, no, dude, please. I'm so tired of hearing about eight and sixteen team playoffs. Like, and and how are you gonna do it? Depends on what like what people want to. Some people just want the eight best teams some people want the conference qualifier like if it's conference qualifier it would be such garbage like there's been so many years that it would have been such garbage the playoffs and if you're doing the eight teams then the conference champions are going to be even more upset when they don't get in so no right now i love four teams i would like conference qualifiers if the conferences were bigger and there were 16 team conferences but that's all I, i could talk all day about that um so not even yeah. a situation I, I like eight teams, five conferences, three at large. No, no, I'm, not uh, even that. No, no. I, right yeah. now, no. I think it's perfect. I think it's perfect right now. I don't think there's any need to change. I think if we get to like 150, then I think six is a possibility. But right now, there's no need to. I really don't. Uh, I don't understand. I we have fucking awesome games right now. Every game is perfect. Like it's amazing. Every playoff game has been. Not, I'm not saying the actual game is great, but the matchups are wow. The number one team against the number four team, it's a fucking that's an amazing matchup. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, oh I agree. I just think it should be two playoffs, a group of five and power five. I'm saying, yeah, like, like, stop could... fucking lying to UCF and saying, oh you have a chance. No, nah, you really don't. I think that's kind of trash. That don't play you, for some. You've been a a hardcore propagandist on that. Yeah, and was, I think I think that's a super interesting. That is super interesting, and I actually talked about that a little bit on on Twitter too, a little bit. Yeah, that, I mean, we we would all rec- let them play for something. It, it it's got to be. I mean, as a Virginia Tech fan, I do know if they pick up recruiting, they could at least, if they have the perfect season, compete for a national championship. But just think, you a Buffalo fan or you a Memphis fan. And no matter what you do, the committee's like, nah, fam. <laughs> Go play a Constellation Bowl in in uh Atlanta somewhere. I'm like, nah. Let them feel like they're playing for something. I mean, shit. Everybody don't get to go in the NFL. So playing for a national championship is the ultimate goal for a lot of these student athletes. 
to let them play for yeah. something. But yeah, let's yeah. get it. Let's get into these predictions. Uh, it's the New Year Six. Can I? So can ahead. I? Can I? Can I? Can I actually put one? There is actually a lot of scenarios where a, a, a UCF can make it, but they would have. It would have to be years in advance. They have to schedule like a fucking Texas, fucking Alabama, goddamn Ohio State, and they have to win all those games. Then yes, they would get in. But there's a lot of luck, and they got to win those games. It's just massive mountains to climb. I just wanted to put that out there. But the thing is, when you play, but when you play in the UCF, when you play a group of five school, even the best ones, nobody wants to take that risk because you want to lose, yeah. lose. Yeah, I know. Lose, lose. What I'm or or, or yep. you want to tip the scales where it's completely in your favor. Nobody's gonna go to Orlando to play them. No. Right, yeah. No, I know. Be, I think Florida tried to set up basically where they got two home games to play UCF, like. Yep. They gonna tip tip the scale as Miami get their ass kicked, but they gonna tip the scales to make sure that no group of fast school is in a position to beat them. I mean, everybody's not Virginia Tech going on the road to play at ODU on some goofball shit. Yeah. These these right. major powerhouses are setting themselves up to win at least six seven games. But uh, we'll get it. We'll get into the UCF the 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 defending national champion UCF Knights. Uh, but the first game I got on this uh, docket, we got number 10, Florida, playing number 7, Michigan, in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Um, what say you? Who you have winning this game? Um, I, I'm trying to take all these, these hot-ass takes I have into, like, one or two things. Um, I think Michigan is fucking awesome. Uh, I'm a big fan guy from Chicago, and I watch a lot of Michigan football games. Um, in terms of like, the research that I do, and I love the sacks and turnover stuff, they're awesome at it. And Florida is actually awesome at it as well. The only thing is I think uh, Michigan has a little bit of a better quarterback. And I think Felipe Franks is fun to watch because I bet with him uh, uh, for him. I was letting out Florida this year. And uh, he single-handedly brought him back against South Carolina without really throwing. It was just his legs. And he's really not that fast. He's just kind of quick and strong. Um, but I still think Michigan is a better run team, even because th- this is Dan Mullen's first year. And they're a little, still a little chaotic. But they still got a lot of talent. And Dan Mullen still did a great job. But uh, I think a team that's a little bit more um, a little bit more well-run this year will we'll, we'll take it. And I think Michigan will win. I got Florida winning that game, and I think it's going to be ugly. I mean, you you forgot the fact really Michigan Rashawn Gary's not playing. Uh, yeah, the linebacker. For, yep. I can't think of the linebacker who's also a first round pick. He's not playing. Yeah, uh, the the running back Higdon's not playing. Like they like four of their five best players ain't playing. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, uh, I think I think that I think the Rashawn I think you missed a very important detail in this game yeah i know that and fuck you're you're right but what the main thing about it i i still think they're a well-run program and they're they're built to lose a guy or two like that even though the guys that they're missing are pretty fucking important and honestly i never thought he didn't was that good that's just me personally i've seen a lot of michigan games never thought he didn't was that good but um and plus their offense is like not really the main part of their team. So, uh, and Gary is, or er, Rashawn Gray is fucking incredible, but I think that defense is still nasty. So. Uh, I, no? Yeah, Hot take? Yeah, you sound Hot like take? Kodak. I hope so. Oh, no, no. Florida's <laughs> busting their ass, man. Michigan's missing way too much. And Florida's coming into it. Florida, I think Florida's going to win by two touchdowns at least. Because and, and and then Shea Patterson gonna uh, announce that he coming back. Fam, you needed to come back. Like relax. I like Shea like, Patterson. But <sighs> fam, buddy needed to go back. But they got, My, they got Michigan. The I think Michigan's he, favorite by five and a half points. I don't see that shit happening. Yeah, there, yeah. That I mean, there's a lot of things you got to remember. Who who's the guy? Who's the quarterback for Florida? It's fucking Felipe Franks, man. Like. Come on, I'm man! Like, I don't Frank's, Frank's got better though. Frank, Frank, Frank's got better though. I don't know. 
No, I, I still take Shea Patterson over okay. Franks, uh, like, okay. a thousand out of a thousand times. You got Michigan, I got Florida. Um, one of us would be wrong. That's the best way to look at it. Now we got the Fiesta Bowl. You got number 11, LSU, playing our national champion. It's number eight, UCF. Who you got winning this game? Fuck, I don't – man, you, you're putting me on the hot seat, and this should be easy for me. But um, – I think LSU. I think it get really ugly, and um, I think Ed Orgeron's gonna all laugh at us, and he's gonna get all the the last laugh because I think everyone in the off season made fun of him all year because he can't even speak English. Um, yeah, I think it's gonna be like thirty eight to fucking seven. I, I got the uh, same. LSU. I got the same. I got the same uh, winner LSU. I don't think it's gonna be thirty eight to seven, but really. Yeah, I think I, it's going to be closer than that. I think LSU is going to come out there looking to make an example out of UCL. They're going to look to dominate. They're going to look to whoop them in both trenches. And I do think LSU is going to win, and they might win by two touchdowns as well. I don't think it's going to be no 38-7. Even though uh, UCF got the backup quarterback out of Norfolk, Virginia, 757. Shout out to Mackenzie Milton. Hope your leg get better. But um, they're going up against a backup quarterback, and uh, they're going to – LSU is going to be looking to beat the shit out of UCF to, to kill all that yeah. national championship talk and to kill all that because, you know, UCF, their stands, because I don't even call them fans, but they've been arguing with SEC fans with the whole – they've been arguing with Florida fans. They've been arguing with Bama fans. I think LSU going to put that SEC flag on their back and try to beat the shit out of UCF. Um, yeah. And – um. So my numbers that I always look up, which, by the way, help me win money throughout the year in betting. Um, last year, UCF wasn't great at it in rush defense, and, and, and they were good at, at, at turnover margin and, and uh, sacks. But this year, not as good. They were getting by because they were beating bad teams, and they had good talent. They have good talent still. They, they won fucking, what was it, 14 games last year? Mm-hmm. Um, and they had a, the best, possibly the best, player in college football and Milton and he's not there anymore and this team is not as good in terms of number wise as they were last year like they're actually really bad in rush defense I could see LSU just completely destroy them remember how uh, Virginia Tech got ran all over by Georgia Tech like that's how I could see this possibly happening like I think something like this by everybody yeah, but how Georgia Tech, how it was, where it was fucking, yeah. what was his, what's his name? What's the Georgia Tech quarterback's name? It don't even matter. It, the other one. He snapped the ball and, and somehow running up the middle didn't get touched until like 10 yards later. I promise you. He was juking one or two players and then he got touched. Seven yards, 10 yards into the run. Like, I think this, this is a thing that could actually happen in this game. Well, we, we will see. I mean, no, I'm sorry. I'm watching Miami look like. Okay, so next bowl game, we got the Rose Bowl. We got number nine, Washington, versus number six, Ohio State. Who you have winning the Rose Bowl? Um, the Fighting Urban Myers. Even though um, this, to me, should have been one of the greatest matchups that any of us has ever seen. Like, if you told any, like, college football lover, you're going to see uh, Chris Peterson's best team he's ever had against Urban Meyer, Ohio State, in the Rose Bowl. Like, you will fucking you, – you'd probably cry tears of joy. But um, after what happened, you know, I think Urban Meyer, to me, is now, like, a big-time villain. And not a villain that's like, oh, yeah, like a LeBron James villain or a Kobe villain. Like, an actual kind of true villain. Even though he didn't do something that was so heinous, like, he wasn't the one who did all the actions, but, like, just, just how the whole process went down. It was like, my God, Urban Meyer, you just keep hiding things. He's trying keep to lying. do everything he could to make make himself look good at the end of the year. Yeah, yeah Urban it, Meyer looked real yeah. slimy at the end of everything. Yeah, Ohio it, State it, it, winning it that game though. Yeah, and that's why I, I think Ohio State will win it. The uh, I think this Washington team is very flawed. Um, they don't do a lot of good things. When I think they honestly got away with uh, just the talent that they have. That This is, no, they this got is a very talented team. 
And is Jake yeah, Brown? Is yeah, Jake Brown? Because yeah. every time Jake Brown plays a team, a defense with a pulse, I'm over Jake he, Brown. I, I'm, I'm ready for Jacob. Beeson. He's not good. I'm ready for Jacob Beeson. Uh, yeah, he's no forward. good. Because Jake sorry, Brown, is, Jake Brown is no good. He can light up uh, Colorado at one in the morning, and nobody's watching. But every time I watch that mm-hmm. dude play, it's whatever. I'm ne- like yep. he's never like delivered. In a game that I'm watching, he like I said, he can light up no, Utah no. at two in the morning and nobody's watching. But no, he can't light up Utah. He <laughs> fucking was awful against Utah. You know, oh my god, yeah. he was garbage. But yeah, Ohio but, uh, State, Ohio State winning that game. I don't care who they got. Sent yeah, out. Ohio State. And I think it's going to be a weird, a weird, ugly game, and it's not even going to be fun. I really don't think so. And I think it's going to be fucking like thirty-two to like, like yeah. six. Be really weird. Weirdo game. Haskins, Haskins trying to run up that bag too, so he might yeah. he might put up a little. We got the Sugar Bowl, number fifteen Texas versus number five Georgia Bulldogs. Who you got winning that one? Uh, Texas is back, bitches. Texas is fucking back. Um, can I say before I I, I pick uh, that I'm not a Texas fan just because I have Vince Young. Rose Bowl, Abby. I, I just think that's the most legendary picture ever. That's why I picked it. Everyone thinks I'm a Texas fan for some reason. Um, but I, I'm picking Georgia. You picking Georgia? Vince Young. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Texas is, is not back yet, bitches. Not yet. I'm picking Texas. But Georgia. Go ahead. Really? No, no, fin- yeah, fin- no finish your finish a prediction first. Well... Oklahoma, well, this is for my later pick, but Oklahoma is probably the worst, like, metric team that I've ever seen in the playoffs. And Texas is is a little bit better, but they're still not great. And Georgia is pretty good at it. And just overall, Georgia has better talent, and they actually run the ball. I think Georgia is just not beat the shit out of them, but I think they will we'll win pretty handily by, like, maybe, like, 17 points, something like that. They favor by 13. Georgia is. Georgia's favorite by 13. Yeah, yeah, and I, I just think Jake from – Bellinger has a big game because I could see him have an amazing game because he, he is a mobile kid. He has a big game, you know, Texas will win. But that defense is crazy, and, and Jake Fromm is, is at least solid enough. And they just have massive talent. Like, it's hard to beat a team like that. I got Texas winning this game. I mean, this is before the, uh, the Andre Baker news came down that he's not playing. For Georgia, but uh-huh. the SEC champion runner-up always goes into their New Year's Six Bowl or their BCS Bowl, whatever you want to call it. They sleepwalk for three quarters. They lose the game, and everybody throws an arm around them like, well, they didn't care because they lost to Bama. Basically, the, whoever loses the Bama Invitational, which is the SEC championship game, or even just the SEC, because even Auburn, then Auburn loses the SEC championship leg. They lost the, the national eventual national champion UCF. The team that loses the the team in the SEC that feels like they should be in the national championship picture always loses their bowl game. I, only the only one I can think of that won their game was uh, Tim Tebow's Florida Gators. They beat this shit out of Cincinnati in the Sugar Bowl, and. I think that was a Brian Kelly coach team, so fuck Brian Kelly. Yeah, Tim Tebow did the lowest work that night. But, yeah, that SEC runner-up always loses their bowl game. Like, yeah, Georgia's got all the talent, and Texas got a motherfucker named Lil' Jordan on it. But SEC runner-up always just don't give a fuck in that. Hey, man, do not diss my man Lil' Jordan. Oh, I, John, I oh, the I'm Bears to pick, I'm pick him up the in the Jordan second half. or third round. I'm part of the Lil' Jordan half. But his oh, name Matt is Lil' Jordan half. His his name is Lil Jordan. Uh, he has to be great at receiver, or she's the dad of the streets. Uh, his mama didn't leave him that many options. Uh, but shout out to Lil Jordan Humphrey. Yeah. You ready to get into these playoff games? We got two playoff games. Um, everybody know what the stakes is. We got the Cotton Bowl, number three Notre Dame versus number two Clemson, and I remind you. I don't know as of right now Dexter Lawrence status. The mother cats, I don't even know who they are. I don't know Dexter Lawrence's status. Uh, so who you think who you got winning the uh, Cotton Bowl? Fuck. All right, man. I'm in the hottest hottest seat ever. Um, 
I, I, Dexter Lawrence status is um is still shaky. Fuck. Damn it, I'm gonna get killed, but <laughs> I'm gonna take Notre Dame. And I'm, I'm getting killed. I'm, I know I know a lot of people I know a lot of people think I'm really fucking stupid right now. That's but crazy. That's, I'm taking Notre Dame. Clemson is gonna beat the shit out of Notre Dame with <laughs> or without Dexter Lawrence. It doesn't matter. Ian Ian Book and Ian Book and um and uh, I can't think of uh, Brandon Wimbush. Nice story. Yeah, Brandon Wimbush didn't leave and all this other shit. Um, Clemson still got Christian. Will- still, they still got Wilkins. They still got Farrell. They still got Xavier Thomas. They still Clemson's winning. Uh, they're favored by thirteen points. I think they cover that easily. So even if you betting, take Clemson. Just take Clemson. Period. Um. Dexter Lawrence, get yourself rested up for the Bama game. Ooh, ooh, a little slip. <laughs> Let's get to the next one, man. The Orange Bowl, number four, Oklahoma versus number one, Bama. I didn't already tip my pick, but who you got winning that one? Who, who'd you pick? I didn't hear. I said Bama. Oh, Bama? Okay. So, I got – this game I have, like, a million takes. And I had a million takes for, for the Notre Dame game, but we'll move on. Um. So, interesting stat. Are you ready for this interesting stat? I'm ready. So, every year that Alabama has won a national championship, they were number one in rush defense. Every single year. What Do you know what were what, what they placed this year at? In rush defense? I'd yeah. Say in the 15 to 20 range, some of it. Yeah, somewhere around there. They're, they're 18th this year. Okay. There's only one other team that's actually in the top five. That's Clemson, by the way, which kind of destroys my um my Notre Dame pick. But I just think that is the most interesting thing I've ever seen because I think everyone for the last like ten or twelve weeks has pretty much crowned Alabama the national championship and probably like a top three team of all time. Um, but for some reason they're not number one in rush defense. And you can say, oh, that's because they blow team out. What? Alabama's always blowing teams out and, and had to sit guys in the second half. And they were still able to be number one in rush defense in the nation. And you're telling me fucking, oh, because they played to daddle that that's in, in they fucking sat out their backups in, in the in the fourth quarter. That oh that's why they're eighteen. So I I'm just I don't I don't know why this is, but for some reason Alabama isn't great. Now I think it's still gonna be Alabama's gonna win this game, but I'm gonna skip forward and say the winner of Clemson Notre Dame, uh, and I think it's gonna be. I'm taking Notre Dame, but if it's Clemson, I think Clemson easily beats Alabama, um, especially if they get Dexter Lawrence back. And the only way that Oklahoma can beat Alabama is if Kyler Murray fucking throws like 600 yards and rushes for like 300 yards and has just an incredible game. Um, Oklahoma, all Alabama I think has to do is run the ball. And they're gonna kill Oklahoma. Oklahoma is one of the worst stat, like in in my in what I love to look at all the metrics and the rush defense and sacks and turnovers, they're garbage. And the only reason why they keep winning games is because of Kyler Murray. If it's not for Kyler Murray, this team is probably like eight and four, and we're not talking about them in the national championship game. So the only way they win is from Kyler Murray. I think Alabama wins big. I really do. I think Alabama wins. I don't know about big. When it when it comes to Alabama's run defense, they haven't been the same run defense. But it's, I mean, you got to think. You said they were 18th. It's still 100 and like 30 something schools. That's still a really good run defense. And I think yeah. if if they need to make a stop, if they needed to make a, a run stop, they'd make it. Honestly, Oklahoma, the Oklahoma, if they were to pull this upset, in my opinion, it wouldn't even be Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's great anyway. They would need a running. They would need a running game to step up, and they would need their defense to make plays. We are Kyler Murray is gonna get thirty to forty points. We know this, even against Alabama's great defense or good defense or whatever. He would need a co-star on offense, one of his tailbacks, and he would need his defense to make two or three stops, get him one or two turnovers, and that's the recipe yeah. for Oklahoma. Um, upset or win or whatever the case may be. Um, I don't see it. I just think Alabama's just too dominant. It's one of the most dominant dynasties of our era. 
we headed for Bama Clemson four, man. Yeah. We gonna be ninety. And, gonna be, wait till it's Bama Clemson fifty. Cause this this and, this, this rivalry ain't going nowhere no time soon. Can I just uh I'd say that the, the 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 people that keep saying um you know Big Twelve offenses, especially Oklahoma, um they always give SEC teams uh fits and they're they're right. But Oklahoma's secondary is such garbage and I don't mean to, to offend kids, but they're they're fucking Swiss cheese as as you would like to say. They're fucking Swiss cheese, man. They're just no good. They're not good at all. So if they get in an actual throwing game, like throwing shootout, Alabama's winning that game. I, I don't know what Oklahoma honestly can do to stop Alabama, whether it's run or pass. There's nothing you can't load the box. If you load the box, you're going to get torched. And if you fucking try to put, you know, eight guys to stop the pass or, or, or fucking uh, nine guys to stop the pass, you're going to get killed on the ground. And I don't understand. I don't see it in any way. There's nothing Oklahoma, Oklahoma can do defensively, but being but don't break and make one or two and try to get one or two lucky turnovers. They, they, they I mean, Oklahoma's yeah. going into yep. they, they're used to this shootout life. Dang, this ain't nothing new. So they're going to go in there and try to shoot it out. And hopefully they get one or two turnovers, one or two stops. And, uh, yeah. maybe, 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 hey. I'm here for Clemson, uh, Oklahoma. I'm here for it. That'll be shit. Clemson, Oklahoma, what three? To be the third time they play in the playoffs. So either way, we getting Clemson versus somebody they played a lot recently. Um, I just don't like everyone's dis- dismissing Notre Dame. I think I don't think Notre people Dame. really understand it's how dead. Notre Dame is. It's dead. You saw you saw how much better they were than us. You saw that. They were well, a lot I saw how much ODU just... better, was better than us. That ain't saying much. Oh, my God. Stop. You're hating now. No. Oh, You're no, hating. They, Dude, no, they beat I, us no, just I'm like any no other Brian country Kelly team. Buck him, but no. Uh, no Notre Dame deserves to be there. But I'm not saying he isn't a piece of shit. I'm just talking about football. I'm talking about pure football. No, nah, man. Notre Dame ain't it. They deserve to be in the playoffs. They got the resume, but they're not beating Clemson. They're they're the worst team in the playoffs. I don't I don't I don't agree with that at all. Actually, I think Oklahoma is. I re- mm-hmm. And honestly, I think Georgia should be in instead of Oklahoma. But if Notre I mean, Dame that's play a whole Oklahoma, other topic. If Notre Dame play Oklahoma, Oklahoma will put up fifty. It's I not even close. Yeah. Notre Dame is gonna get their ass. They're gonna get their ass boat Do race. people even watch Notre Dame? Like, I don't even know if this is a thing. Like, do people actually watch them? Oh man, uh, well, I'm excited. They're the only, people, they're the only team in game. the playoff with a TV contract. Everybody watch Notre Dame. The games on national man, TV I, every week. I I got it. I'm more excited about that game because regardless, either I'm gonna be very wrong and look very stupid, or you to look wrong everyone can be very, very, very surprised. You about to be looking wrong as hell. That's hey, but all that said, I can't wait for the uh for the playoff game this this weekend. I cannot wait for the playoff. I can't wait for the national championship game. Been a, it's been a dope it's been a dope season for college football. Even though we might be getting Bama again at national championship, it's not a lot of bowl games. I'm watching the bowl game right now, Miami playing Wisconsin. Wisconsin is about to go up thirty five to three. You know, go ACC. That's how there we <laughs> No, my and my. This was supposed to be a Miami's best team. Yeah, and, and, they, and they're gonna go seven, years. and they're gonna go seven and six, and lose to a bunch of kids from um, from Wisconsin, from Kenosha, Wisconsin, again, <laughs> for the second time. Yeah, man. Oh, hey, man. Mark Rittenden lost control, man. <laughs> he lost control again. He did he it. Lost, he lost control again like a motherfucker. So, can, can, I just, uh, can I just uh, give a, a shout-out to the University of Wisconsin? I don't know how many times I'm giving shout-outs to the University of Wisconsin on my uh, Twitter and YouTube. I just want to give a shout-out, another shout-out on the Don V podcast, on Don V Fridays, that um, how the fuck do they – how are they good at – like sports, Wisconsin. and you guys are amazing. Yeah, like they're I, they always just 
they always fucking um, make me smile. Like, how the fuck are they good at sports? They shouldn't be. It's, it's, They're one of the last teams that should be good at sports. It's the it's the, it's the overabundance of unattractive white women. Is why Wisconsin <laughs> is so good at sports. They're not distracted. That that is uh, man. If at the end of the time wrong. you can get away You're from Wisconsin. Hey, we flavor no. on this podcast. We give no fuck. It's the it, when when the, at the light at the end of the tunnel is beautiful <laughs> white women in forty nine other states. You gonna ball the fuck out of Wisconsin, man. That'll get you. Every no, time. man, I, I'm I'm telling you, you're wrong, man. I've been there. The, uh, Eric, who's been on my podcast, um, I uh, he he went to Wisconsin, and I went there, you know, a few times. And man, there are some good looking, corn fed booty white girls over there. And uh, I don't know what the hell they do. Why are they get every sport they're good at, like hockey and volleyball and basketball and somehow football. Still mean it, man. It's a lot of unattractive white women in Wisconsin, man. That'll get, that'll make you, that'll make you get your life <laughs> together. That'll That's make you, le- right that'll there. make you learn how to run block right there. <laughs> but let's move on, man. This we got to talk about the movie that's got Twitter going crazy right now. Bird Box, Sandra Bullock, uh, the dude that was the gay dude in Moonlight. I can't think of nobody. John Malkovich. John Malkovich, fantastic. Did you enjoy this movie, Bird Box? Uh, I very much enjoyed this movie. Did you? I actually want before I keep going. I want to know if you liked it. I like the movie to the people that was comparing it to the happening. Fuck out of here. Don't you ever compare some shit M. Night Shyamalan did to to this masterpiece of a film. But, uh, yeah. A masterpiece? I, I, it's a masterpiece. Okay. <laughs> no, I... What Did you see the happening? Yeah, I saw it at the movies. Well, it was super similar. It just kept reminding me of it. But no, it was way... I mean, this movie was way better. There's no doubt about it. But I just thought it was very similar. I just like, oh, this is like The Happening, but way better. It's like, this is The Happening, but way better. Like, that should be the title. The Happening, but good. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And I also like that... um, God damn, there was a lot of, like, actors that I think at least everyone could be like, oh, it's that guy. Which I don't even. So by the way, the the guy from Moonlight was is uh Trevante Rose. I just looked it up. Yeah. Um, but also the dude from uh from Get Out. Yeah, little real. Um, the friend. Yeah, yeah little real. Yeah. yeah. Is that his name, Little Row? Little real, yeah. He from Chicago. Oh, okay. You supposed to know this shit. And I don't know these type of things. I'm <laughs> I'm not good with these. I just watch football. That's all I do. Okay, in soccer. Yeah, That's little it. yeah, little real, yeah, yeah. Shout out, little shout yeah, out, so, little real. Yeah. There were some good actors, man. There were some really good actors. Um, Tangent Bullock, obviously, and Malco- John Malkovich. Like, it was good. Like, at least you were like, oh, man. And then you got MGK in there for some reason, who did a pretty good job, I thought. Oh, yeah. Um, good to yeah, see. MGK. Good. He survived. He got his career ended in rap. Decided to move on. Take other avenues. Salute, M- salute Machine Gun Kelly, man. Being able to, you know, revive his career like that. Yeah, and he did. And I think he he might have a little bit of a future. Let's see if he gets bigger roles. But um, you know what? I think they did a great job of of get, not giving the kids too many lines because I don't know how many times you see these movies, and these kids are just terrible actors in that. I mean, they're kids, and they just kind of ruin the mood. But they, because they had these kids just be silent, I thought um, I thought it made a it was a great decision, and um, I thought it made it more like suspenseful movie. It was kind of funny. There were some funny moments. It had a lot. Man, I liked this movie a lot. I really did. Yeah, hey, man. Bird Box, man. The, the memes, of course. The of memes course, are the, amazing. The, the, it's getting mean to death. And you know, once once a movie or anything starts getting mean to death and it it, it just goes it just goes crazy, man. It just, it's, it's taking the, the, the memes of taking the life of their own uh, I don't know who yeah. direct. I don't know who directed this film, but uh, they can, they got one. They got them a hit. Yeah, and um, I I want to know who who's in charge of like um promoting these movies because uh, 
I felt like this movie had a, like a little bit more of a like goddamn like more advertisement, and it just looked good from the beginning. And I don't know how many Netflix movies that come out, and I'm just like, eh, it's a Netflix movie. But this movie felt like yeah. it was a real ass movie. This one, like, it was and, a real and ass the Will movie. Smith movie, Bright. Like you could tell, like they was like, no, we yeah, gonna, we gonna push you. Maybe Cassandra Bullock is is a uh, a list, or at one point was a list. I don't want to disrespect her career, but. Everybody knows who Sandra Bullock is, so they probably like, look, we're not about to have no Sandra Bullock movie flop on our platform. So, and the here's same one thing, thing. Same thing go for Bright. What would you about to say? It, it was here's one thing that um was was maybe a small problem in the movie. Did you buy um what's Trevante Rose's character's name? I forget. Um, Tom. Tom. Dude, dude from Moonlight. Dude from Moonlight. Yeah, yeah Tom. Yeah. Tom. Tom. My bad. Um. Tom and Sandra Bullock's relationship. Did you buy that? Hell yeah, it's a post-apocalyptic world. I'd fuck a donut if it was still alive. <laughs> Bad. I just thought it was weird that he fell in love with a pregnant woman. I would fall in love with a shoe in a post-apocalyptic world. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. Warm vagina in a post-apocalyptic world? You, better be, you gotta be glad you saw fucking them kids. <laughs> he should have made a move for, for the cop, though. She was Fucking fine as shit. Nah, fine ain't got shit to do. It's post-apocalyptic. You fucking anything with lungs and a heart doesn't even really matter. <laughs> but let's move on, man, because I I got it. I I gotta uh I gotta get I gotta get serious for a second. And 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 if if you're easily offended, you might have already cut it off when I talked about white women and shit. But if you're easily offended, you might want to uh you know like leave the podcast. We're gonna talk about some. Uh, Jewish stuff and some stereotypes and I guess we're going to start with LeBron James. He posted 21 Savage lyrics about getting that Jew money. Everything is kosher. He had to put out a, uh, an apology. Um, before I go, what's your take on not even the 21 Savage part of it because we're going to get to that too, but the LeBron James Snapchat post Apology. What's your take on all of it? Um, damn, I'm trying to cut this. Uh, so uh, over the summer, I uh, worked with a lot of white people, and I also realized that like we, a lot of people say a lot of fucked up shit and not even realize it. And mm. I think um, in this world, we just have to like realize like not everyone's definitely not perfect, and everyone's gonna have a little bit of a bias. And especially when people are not trying to offend you and they just say things and they had no idea. Like, I feel like you should, I understand LeBron James has to do like a little, you know, a little apology, but people made a huge thing about it. And I think people should just point it out to LeBron's like, hey, LeBron's kind of fucked up. Instead of like, you know, there was whole ass articles about how like, is LeBron an anti-Semite and all this shit. Like, well, I, clearly he didn't know that he was offending people. It, it, I, why would LeBron James want to offend people like that? I mean, he's a businessman. Well, what? Come on. Like, we got to yeah. give people a little bit more leeway. Like, people people want to learn. Even 40-year-old people and 50-year-old people. Like, I work with these guys, man. And I was, like, the only Latino, actually the only person of color where I was working. Um, and, and they really didn't know certain things. Like, they couldn't say certain things. And, and, and there were some things I was like, hey, man, it's all right to say things like that. Don't, don't, I don't want you to feel like you're walking around glass. And, uh, or, or walking on eggshells, I mean, um, just, just, can we, can we lay out people when it's like, obviously they're not trying to offend anybody, like, you know, <laughs> I, I, too much outrage, too much. Okay. I mean, here, here's my take of uh, the LeBron James side of it. And, um, uh, I'm gonna try to, try to talk about, uh, what you money means and everything like that. First, this, the way the media came for LeBron, let's keep it a buck. This ain't had shit to do about no no 21 Savage lyrics. The media was already fuming at LeBron James for what he said on his own TV show about how NFL owners got a slave master mentality. You can't really play the outrage button over that. When a black man says something in slavery or slave-like, it already makes people angry because no matter, whenever you make your analogy to slavery, no matter who it is, no matter, if a, if a black person makes an analogy to slavery, it offends white people. I don't give a fuck what they say. If you compare, if a black person compares something to slavery, white people in their mind look at it like, well, you're getting paid millions of dollars 
and I wish I could be a slave. They were mad about that. This ain't got shit to do with no 20. This was bigger than 21 Savage. This was bigger than rap lyrics. This was, we gonna get you for something. So they latched yeah. on to that anti-Jew shit, and it spread like wildfire. This was mother, and, and he ended up having to apologize, because he said on his own show, look, man, I can basically do what I want, say what I want. And, and and this was the media reminding him, boy, no, the fuck you can't. We can get your ass, we can make your ass apologize at any time. You want to have a seat at this table, you're going to play ball. This That's what this was about. This ain't, ha- they just used the Jewish shit as a springboard to remind LeBron mm-hmm. James, hold up, hold up now, boy. You don't run shit around here. And, and, and we can put, we can pull your ass in check just like a, a NFL coach can pull his team in check. That's what that was about as far as making mm. sure his ass. Now, and I'm going to speak on this Jewish money because I've read articles on this since then because I don't want to be a hypocrite and I say something that offends me and somebody be like, well, no, it's not. I don't want to be that guy. So I read an article about, uh, I guess, the the stereotype, Jewish people, Jewish money, all this. And the mm-hmm. negativity comes from people, when people say Jew money, they think uh, they, they have all the power. And, that, and that's why a lot of nationalist groups are Nazis and everybody hates Jews because they feel like they, they got all the money and all the power. They run everything. So that's yeah. what that's what that's why Jewish people got persecuted, killed, all that shit back in the day, um, because yep. there was this uh, resentment of Jews for having all this wealth and all this power and all that. Black yep. people don't look at Jew money as a slur or something negative because we've known this generation of black people has always known Jewish people to be generation generationally wealthy people. So getting money like a Jew isn't bad to black people because black people aren't generationally wealthy. We've been generationally fucked, especially in America. So mm-hmm. if the roles were reversed and somebody said we trying to get this black people money and it means wealth, it's a compliment. Um, because cause most black and brown people in this country never, don't have anything, but the Jewish people run everything. So when black people say Jew money, they always look at it as a positive. Hey, if Jewish people are now trying to say that's bad, we'll stop saying it because we're not about to. But uh, LeBron had no ill intentions. They know these people know this. This was about the uh, comments he made on his TV show, and they was just like, uh, "We we had to we had to get on LeBron for something." That that's that's what this was about. But let's get to the mm-hmm. let's get to the person that said the lyric. What? That would be 121 Savage. Um, he apologized to the Jewish community for this, uh, for this, uh, everything yeah. culture we get. How you feel about that? Cause I'm a fucking launch, but how you feel about that? I, I think, um, comedians, which was, we could talk about all day and Kevin Hart and all that. Comedians, um, musicians and rappers especially pretty much i think have almost should have no filter um obviously you can't say i hate all asian people like obviously you can't say obvious shit like that but anything that at least can be edgy i think is okay in music and especially comedy like well, Kevin Hart said, I know you talked about it last time, and I don't want to, like, go back to another topic, but, but Kevin Hart said, you know, he was obviously trying to be funny. And, you know, maybe he failed, and, and people should have said, hey, man, that was fucked up. And that should have been it. Um, and this was the same thing with 21 Savage. Like, hey, 21 Savage, a little fucked up. But that should have been it. And I honestly don't think 21 Savage should apologize. I really don't. Um, he was obviously just like LeBron James thought it was – he thought it was a compliment. He thought it was, you know, he didn't know it was wrong. It was, he, he thought it was a good thing, what he was saying. And um, I think when you apologize, I think we also have to be careful how, like, we keep apologizing to everything. Um, I think we're also setting up ourselves in a in a weird world where, like, and we kind of are now. We're, we're always walking on eggshells. Like, I, I keep going, but I, what, what's your take on it? I think I think you're missing the I think you're missing the boat here. 
Um, okay. We're talking about 21 Savage, right? Yeah. We're talking about the person that said, wet your mama house, wet your grandma house, keep shooting till somebody die. This yeah. is the person that makes the music routinely. And I love 21 Savage. I'm a fan. I love 21 Savage. This is a man that talks about killing people. This is yeah. the man that that's uh, talking about basically, you know, treat women like shit. You know, bitches, hoes, all this shit. This is the same man. He'll rap about being, he'll stereotype Mexicans and Colombians, talk about plugs and drug lords, all this shit. Never apologize to none of these groups, black people, women, none of that shit. He says one thing about Jew money and you putting out an apology? Yes, he shouldn't apologize because he ain't never apologized to none of these people he didn't call bitches. He ain't never apologized to none of these Hispanic people when he uh marginalized the drug culture, cartel culture, you know, appropriating their culture. He ain't never apologized to none of these people he done killed in these songs. He ain't never apologized to these victims' families. He ain't talking about shooting grandma houses up and mama houses up. So why are you apologizing to the Jewish people? And we all know it's because Jewish people run the music industry and they probably yeah. put some pressure on them. And that's my problem with when people say culture vulture, this is what they mean. Because these Jewish yeah. people that run the rap industry don't care that these that these rappers talk about killing black men, beating black women, fucking black women. Nobody cares, you know, about what they say about uh cartels and plugs and my Colombian connect. They don't care about none of that shit. But the minute a man says, uh, getting Jew money, mind you, that's, this is one of the oldest rap, rappers been saying that shit for decades. But, you know, being that LeBron made it mainstream, he, he popularized the lyrics. You gonna come out and put out an apology and you talking about killing people's mamas and grandmas and all this shit? Boy, if you don't sit your ass down, fuck wrong with you. Nah, man, he shouldn't apologize. He should he should have doubled down on the shit. Like, look, man, I'm 21 Savage. Savages don't apologize. Fuck wrong with him. Yeah. He should have made another song called Jew Money. What the fuck wrong with 21 Savage? Retarded ass boy. That would be oh, great. He 21, 21 he, Savage has an amazing ability to uh make you feel awful for being a decent human being. He lost me with that shit. Like I said, I, I support... And it, it, the album's pretty good, by the way. I am, I was. Pretty pretty good album. But all this fuck shit you done put in your records for the last couple of years, last four years, all this bullshit you done put in your records, all this violence, all this misogyny, all this other shit, not once did you ever apologize. But some Jews put you under pressure and you on Twitter copping, please, making statements. This ain't been the best year for 21 Savage. Mind you, this the same cat that was at the slut walk with a slut walk uniform on with, with uh, a girl. What's shawty girl? The cat Amber Rose? Did. Amber Rose, yeah. You at the slut walk with signs talking about I'm a slut too. Like, this ain't been the best year for 21. <laughs> if we gonna keep it a buck. You know, he got some decent songs, but you can't be the dude out here at the slut walk and you out here apologizing to the Jewish man and your music is full of killing a black man and all this marginalized, calling women bitches and hoes and you got all this negative shit to say about every group and everybody. You say something that you thought was a compliment to Jewish people and you up there on Twitter apologizing? Boy, grow the fuck up and open your goddamn ass get your ass up from the table. That's, that's a little interesting. Um, to pull it back in full circle, what LeBron said, some of these owners have a slave mentality. Mm -hmm. And, you know, obviously the people that um, that give 21 Savage's paycheck yeah. probably have that same mentality. Oh, shit. Uh, everybody cut the dick. He's just saying the S word. Yeah, no. I don't think that... I don't think they look at Twenty One Savage like that, but they. But the thing about Jewish people is, you not about to be anti-Jew. They was let's get it. Let's not let's not get it fucked up. They say black people always want to cancel people, and we all you know Jewish people invented canceling people. 
They, they actually invent, can cancel people. They invented canceling people. We got our little voice <laughs> on social media, and we think we're doing something with this Twitter, do you think? No, Jewish people was actually canceling people. They was running they the music button, industry. They was running, they run the film industry, and they was running all types of other industries. And if you piss one of them off, oh, you, oh, you blackballed. Harvey Weinstein was using that power to fuck women. Yep. So, so yeah, uh, it's just a reminder. He's still ain't in jail yet. Excuse me? Oh, he Harvey. still isn't in jail yet. Yeah. Oh, I, I haven't been keeping up with this case. I mean, hey, Harvey was using his situation to get pussy. It's wrong. Um, he need to spend a couple of days in the slammer for that shit. But that's it for Don V Fridays, man. You got any last thing you need to say to the people? Um, no, not really. Uh, I don't want to leave you dry, but um. Uh, nah, nah, yeah. Oh, hey, you know what? I- I'm gonna give a shout out to Don V Fridays, man. Uh, that's what that's what I'm gonna do. What, listen to Don V Fridays. Follow him on Twitter. What is it? Is it um Don V underscore? Yeah, cause. Because you're always changing it, and it used to be VA. No, nah, I only stuff. changed it once. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure you've changed it a few times. I don't I've know. I've only what changed. Did. I've only changed it one time. It was uh, VA from VA, and then it was done V757. I've only changed it one time. No, oh. well, I feel like that's still fake news. Um, but yeah, no, man. Hey, since we started this podcast, like, I don't know what your numbers are, but I see the followers going up. I see it. <laughs> It's going up, man. Hey, hey, 2018. It's growing. Was, 2018 was a good year. Um, I'm blessed, man. I'm humbled, man. I just uh, I I just give out my opinions on the internet. People rock with it, man. I'm I'm blessed and humbled. The uh, for people to to rock with the podcast and every every everything I received this this year. Now I'm gonna come even stronger in 2019. 2019, yep, that's the year right there. You gotta 2019 about to be Don't a stop movie. It. 2019 about to be a movie. I, I'm having a prediction right now. Um, I think uh, some some point in the summer, you're gonna get your first sponsorship, and you're gonna be reading fucking tummy tea or something. Everyone's reading tummy tea right now. I doubt it. Into the, co- episode, into the man. code. Hey, once I talk about B. white women and Jewish people, yeah, they know. Get a malt liquor spot yeah, I don't know. sponsor this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody fooling with this shit. Type in the code uh, at uh, Don V757 at the top to get 5% off in the next month. Yeah, You're going to be reading that. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. That'll be the blessing right there, dog. We got to cut <laughs> this podcast. We actually went damn near an hour. That's way, oh, past, that's way, past, about, that's way past the speed limit. Oh, I got we got a little bit too much dip on our chip. <laughs> too much. <laughs> to be honest though, but uh, y'all keep rocking with the podcast in 2019. Till the end, God bless. <laughs>